Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions. And in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. I'm telling you, my next guest, I will honestly tell you, I've been trying to get her on the show. I think it started in uh, March. And we got, I booked her, then there was no bookings. But let me just get her rolling because I I got her now. My guest name is Jasmine Brown. We'll be discussing multiple streams of income, like I said, right before the break. Jasmine Brown is an actress starring in Tyler Perry's uh, Zatima. I think that's Zatima. Cheers. Sisters in movies like House Party. She is a writer, producer, stand-up comedian with a tour called uh, Rent Due. I believe it's the name of the comedy tour. I missed her when she came through town. She's a social media influencer. She's created her own alter ego. <laughs> Boy, the uh, termite Reggie and uh, Miss Turnup. Jasmine managed to build a whole new audience by simply being herself. From social media to the stand-up comedy stage. She has a loyal following built on Instagram accounts. Miss Turnup has, I believe, over 700,000 followers. And her Watch Jazzy page has, I believe, like 1.3 million followers. Please work with the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Miss Jasmine Brown. How you doing, Miss Brown? Oh, my goodness. Can you just introduce me everywhere I go? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. When I stopped doing stand-up comedy, Steve Harvey refused. He said, Rashawn, you might not do stand-up anymore, but I want you introducing me all the time. And so even though I had stopped doing stand-up. He would always ask me. We went on tour for like three years. I stopped doing stand-up, and I would walk out on stage. I wouldn't tell you no jokes. And so when I would walk out on stage, people just staring at me. What is this guy out there? And boy, by the time I finished that intro, they were standing. They were standing up there giving him a standing ovation. Steve Harvey. So believe me, Miss Brown, whenever you need to be introduced, and you said Rashawn McDonald, will you come introduce me? I will fly there. I'll be there for you because I know how to bring a star on stage, and you, my friend, are. Star. 
Oh, thank you. I know that's right. How you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm happy that we finally got to make this happen. Well, you know, you know, I, I, I've been doing my little uh, research, you know, dropping you know, your little interviews on YouTube here and there, watching your little career. I'm going to say, I, I say live in a humorous manner, pop yes, up and down and grow because anybody got 1.3 million followers on Instagram and got a little career. They are booming, 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 <laughs> booming. Now, you're from Florida, correct? Correct. And don't ever get it twisted. Okay. Well, look at it. She already threatened me. See, <laughs> see, that's the sad part about certain people. You know, Miss Turnup just hopped on my interview. I, I thought I was talking to Miss Jasmine Brown, but Miss Turnup, she's going to come in and just start taking over the show. We're going to talk about those other characters in a minute, Termite and Reggie in a minute. But let's talk about you, my friend, because what were you doing before stand-up comedy? What were you doing? Oh, okay. Before stand-up, honestly, I was just auditioning, auditioning and taking acting classes because I cannot stress and express enough how important it is for you to stay in class. Um, I haven't found anybody since I've been in the A, but I'm sure that there's a, a ton of amazing acting coaches out here. But just staying in oh, class. Oh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, What about Florida, though? Okay, you're in the A now. But, but what, no, yeah, what, I'm in what the about, A now. What, but, no, 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 no. What about that don't get it twisted state, Florida? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's, what, that's where I was studying. So I, I studied at, a, at a, an actor's program called the Actors Workshop of South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, it was a very amazing. My acting coach, uh, God bless her soul, she, you know, was laid to rest a couple years back. So the, mm-hmm. the program hasn't really hasn't gone anywhere since then because she was everything to the program. Mm-hmm. However, that's what I was doing, just auditioning and grinding and, and also writing and you know, before But I you weren't doing stand up though. You were not doing I your... was not I was not doing stand up. I was just I was just sharpening my tools, just waiting for waiting for the opportunity, staying in the lab, making sure I'm auditioning. And then, you know, when the stand-up opportunity came about, it's because I was putting my characters out there. And somebody saw Toya turn up and was like, we would love to put her on the stage. And I said, <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on, hold on. First of all, because you be, I, I love people who, like, they, they know their career, they know their story, but they don't put no years. They don't put no, well, four years ago. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, <laughs> when did you hit the stage? You, when did you start Miss Turnup and you dropped it on social media? Obviously, people started falling in love with it. So when did that happen? When did that start happening? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um... Man, it was a long time ago because it was before, mm, I feel like it was before Instagram. I was just creating these characters. And the Mm -hmm. thing is, Toya was created, you know, when I was a child. Right, And, um, you know, I grew up in South Florida. I lived in West Palm. And I lived in the hood. And, like, we, you know, <laughs> I would be outside. Miss Brown, you, you don't want to get the hood out real quick. We have to go on and just pull that out of you. I knew you West Palm Beach, you were hood. Now, I knew that right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I grew up in the hood. So <laughs> Toya was subconsciously being created this entire time. So once I finally put the character together with my allowance money, with getting, you know, buying wigs and doing things like that, Toya was around for a very long time. So once I started putting her on YouTube and I built the courage to actually, like, show her to the world then i i i got the likes of a lot of people and it just it just went from there but this was man you want me to put a time on it i can man what is it we 2023 this was oh my goodness this was i can't even tell you 2000 and what but then Uh, but then they started but but comedy club owners started seeing you now Mm -hmm. now now that that's a that's a transition from a character to a stand-up comedy routine okay for sure okay because now 
you know, because, you know, you can't just come on stage as Miss Turnup, you know, because that's a hard character to keep going for that long. So, says who? You know, so, huh? Says who? Says who? Oh, excuse me. Let me talk to Miss Turnup. Am I talking to Turnup now or Jasmine? Who am I talking to right now? <laughs> Listen, for me, for me, it was just storytelling. I created such a, 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 just a variety of content that all I really had to do was go in and take my videos and put them into and, and piece them together. But all I did was tell stories. I would tell about three, four stories, and that would be about an hour long. Sometimes they would have to be pulling me off the stage, like we gotta, we gotta get out of here because I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know how to stop, right, you know. Right. But people were like, "Man, I know people who've been in the game for a long time who can't do a solid forty-five minutes." Well, can't well do the, the one gift I've not seen your show, but I have to believe that your improvisational skills have to be pretty off the chart, and that really, oh, <laughs> correct, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I, that's correct. I know because of the fact that if anybody doesn't know what improv is, I always tell people a great person that improv, you know, you'll see some people, they'll they're, they're, they're say, how you doing in the audience? And then they'll say something rude back to them. That's not improv. That's not improv. I always right. tell people, if you, if, you can, if you can take an improv or reaction to an audience member, three sentences or three lines down, that's a bit now. That's a bit. And so... Mm-hmm. The person I'm talking to on the phone, the way she's talking and the way she's articulating lets me know that she can see something. She can take a reaction and it becomes a story. And she puts that story into her vernacular. And guess what? She's able to make it relatable to everybody in the room. That's a gift that most people don't understand. And that's what she has. That's why she's able to take this character, Miss Turnup, and turn it into (laughs) an extended piece. That's why she said, Rashawn, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'll be on that stage <laughs> three stories in. I'm at 45 and I'm 45 and three yeah. stories in because <laughs> am I correct? I, I'm not misspoke yet. Have a miss turn up. No, you're correct. You're saying everything right. Because but you know what? The, mm-hmm. Continue. What, what's so beautiful about it is the fact that I've, cre- I was able to create such an online presence. I had the luxury of performing in front of my own fans. So the people that came out to see me were people that knew who I was, that were already excited, and, you know, they were just ready for whatever. So that, that was the beautiful thing about it. I got to meet the people whose lives I was, I was, able, I was touching over years, you know. So, and you know, it, well, it was just... It, really, it really, is, really is amazing what she's talking about because, you know, I, I grew up in, uh, I started doing stand-up comedy for Deaf Comedy Jam. So most of the comedy clubs I performed in were white. They're white comedy clubs. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. knew you knew when I came in the city that when I started seeing more and more black people in the audience, you knew they came to see me. They came to see mm-hmm. me in particular. So I could just tell right there, okay, uh, this room is 25% black now. And the club owner would tell me, well, you know, you were showing, you have a lot of people showing up. See, I knew I could see them. They black right there. And so... <laughs> And, that, and that, that made me feel good because, you know, they buy my merchandise. They, they stay after the show, shake my hand, want to take photos. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a loyalty that, you know, was done way before Twitter, way before all these things. I had my little cards. Yeah. I said I'd mail them out to everybody, let them know I was coming into town. That was my marketing plan. Now, wow. as, as you start building this relationship, when did you knew or know that you had something special here, Miss Brown? 
You know, honestly, I didn't know. I just I just did things that made me feel good. Right. And, and it made me feel good to play different characters. It made me feel good to make people laugh, even if it was just my family members. I never thought it was anything special until people told me it was special. Because it's like you don't really know you're different or until you start meeting other people that aren't really like you. It's like, oh, you can't do voices or you don't know how to do characters? Like, what? You think everybody can do it. And that's what I thought. I thought everybody could do every the, the things that I did. So it wasn't until people were like, no, Jazz, like, not everybody can do that. <laughs> right. that's, that's, that's when I found out that it was actually something, you yeah. know, worth, you know. You had a special gift. I'm talking, to the, selling, but, I'm, you know. I'm talking to the um, multi-talented um, Jasmine Brown. From West uh, Palm Beach, Florida, down there in the hood, mm-hmm. down there in the hood. She's in the big A now. She's big a. But, but, but the beautiful thing about her is she's traveling around this country doing her stand-up comedy show. I think it's called the Rent Due Tour, right? Rent Still Due. I just wrapped it up um, last month. Okay, actually. okay, okay. So I- Okay. Mm-hmm. Really, 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 things. really. You could have said you, you didn't have to just do my show like that, Rashawn. Yeah, yeah. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. But you gonna tell everybody know that my show is dated already. You wrapped it up. They can't come see you. Yeah, I know, and it's because I, I have to get back to filming, so I wasn't oh, able to. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse so I was me. like, I have a break. Let me let me try to go to a couple of my favorite cities before okay. I, I, I get back to filming. Okay, yeah. Okay. Let me tell you. Let's, let's talk about you because obviously, obviously, Rashawn McDonald. It's kind of late on the uh, Jasmine train, okay? Because really, you know, she 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 can act. She's uh, she has four, forty-five different characters. She's she's <laughs> you know, she's on all these uh, house party uh, sisters. Is it is it is it Zatima or Zatima? What is that? What's the name of that Tyler Perry? Zatima. Zatima. You had it right Zatima. I, I just want to make sure, because I'll be honest, I've never seen the show. I've never seen the show, mm-hmm. and so so I want to make sure that I not that I've seen sisters. I've seen your sisters now. I can't mm-hmm. see all of Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry got like 500 shows. So you can't see them all. <laughs> the Oval used to be my show. Oval was my show. I couldn't miss that oh, show. Yeah. Oh, that show was so silly. I, that was my show. And so now when you, when you, the acting part of, that's what you started out doing was acting. Mm-hmm. How did you suddenly get back into the acting? Well, well, uh, let me ask you this question. Which was taken off first, the acting or the stand-up comedy? The stand-up comedy took off, and the only reason why I even agreed to do it is because they told me, well, you'll be playing your character, so technically you would be acting. No, 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 Jasmine, the check didn't inspire you? The money-making opportunities didn't inspire you? No. I told myself, I said, I'm not a comedian. I'm not right, a stand-up comedian. Right, That's not what right. I do. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, technically, he's like, you'd be acting. So you would just be acting as your character on stage. So technically, you're acting. And I was like, huh. Maybe you're right. I said, okay, well, I'll try it out for, you know, it was a weekend. I said, okay, I'll try I'll try it out for the weekend and then see how I feel. And when I tell you I blacked out on stage and I don't remember what happened, but all I knew was that the people went wild and the rest was history. You it, know, was a, it was just a, a feeling I've never felt before. I know that experience. The very first time I walked on stage, and it was in 86. No, no, excuse me, it was 81. I walked on stage, stand-up comedy, and I remember I got a standing ovation. The very first time I walked wow. on stage, and I don't remember what I did, but I just know that because it's, it's that rush she's talking about, that ability to mm-hmm. just make people laugh because I, I've been practicing my stuff out in front of my oldest sister and her Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder, 
But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Son, I was just practicing every day, getting ready, because it gave me five minutes, and that five minutes was just clicking through real fast. But the laughs kind of like extends the five minutes, and they're giving you the light because you hadn't even got to your last joke, and you're just trying to build momentum to get off stage with a, with with the ultimate crescendo, which is applause. That's what you want. In my very first show I ever did, I got a standing ovation. Now, now I'm not saying that every show after that was a standing ovation, because sometimes when you walk on stage and you just raw. You you just want to just just be entertaining, and that's what you that was that's what you was accomplishing at that moment, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Well, cool. Well, when we come back from this break, they told me I got to go to break. So when we come back from this break, I got some more storytelling because I haven't got the termite yet, I haven't got the Reggie yet, and I want to tell you because it's about multiple streams of income. See, we about to break it down to everybody. Right now, as she's talking to me, she's making money someplace else. This is what I'm talking about right now. She's multi-streamed. She's making mailbox money. That means that when she goes to the mailbox, it's some way known her besides a bill. When we come back, Jasmine Brown, she's kicking it in the big-time world from Florida to the Big A, all around the country, BET, Tyler Perry. A lot of big names tied to this woman's name. She's a baller. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Longevity is tied to your ability to adapt and change. According to Cedric the Entertainer, I want to be a little bit more dramatic nowadays. 
I definitely want something big and funny, but I look for things that can just have people see me in a different light and let me mature as both an entertainer and an actor and a comedian. The idea of believing in the long run, man, like you can't necessarily, even if you get hits now and, you know, somebody have a big hit young in their career, what's the best thing about having a long career? So from the Steve Harvey show that was on the WB to having my show, The Soul Man, that was on uh, TV Land. But I never had anything on one of the big networks. I've Mm -hmm. had deals to this point in my life to have a show on the number one network with a number one new comedy. You see a difference. If you want to hear this full interview with Cedric the Entertainer, visit MoneyMakingConversation.com. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I'm talking to Jasmine Brown, uh, Miss Turnup. Uh, these are characters she developed when she was really, really young and uh, in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Now she's really, uh, she's a grown-up woman now, and she's now making money off these characters that she developed really, really long. Way before Instagram, she developed these characters. These are not characters that she thought of last week just so she can build a social media following. In fact, she just uploaded these characters because guess what? She was inspired. She was motivated because she felt that this is something she wanted to share. And because she shared it, guess what? Her whole world exploded. She just wanted to be an actress. And then these club owners started calling and say, hey, how about you come over here and grab this check? And she resisted it. She resisted it because she wants to be an actress. She had a craft that she wanted to. But then she realized she could be funny. Now she's touring the country. She just wrapped up a very successful tour because guess what? She's about to start acting again. She's about to start doing her thing that she wanted to do all her life. But in the meantime, Ms. Brown is making multiple streams of income. Let me ask you some questions, Ms. Brown. Do you have merchandise? Okay. Not anymore. Sold out Not or anymore. you just don't do it anymore? Well, you know, sometimes when you try to just, you have a bright idea to do stuff. <laughs> It's not all. It's not always right the first time. It's not all. It's not always. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about the bad idea because that's money making conversation masterclass. You know, because I always tell people I want people to hear what I did wrong so they can do it right. So you're successful. You got 1.3 million Instagram followers. You got over 700 thousand followers on Miss Turnup. So it's a lot of things you're doing right. So what did you do wrong in the merchandising the merchandising side of this that you should share with us so we can do it right moving forward? You know, I, I feel like I wasn't being original. I was, I took, I took, um, you know, I said rent due was like what everybody would say. They would say rent. Whenever they saw me, they would say rent due. So I had some rent due hats made and I only got a couple at a time because I would tell myself, nobody's going to buy these, man. No one's going to, you know, I didn't really believe in myself the way other people were believing in me because I was still just out of disbelief that people cared enough to even come to my shows. I only got a certain amount made. And obviously I think I got like a couple hundred, obviously they all sold out. They sold out and I was really overwhelmed. And I told myself I was going to change the design. And then, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sell posters instead. So I had posters and I would just sign those and I would give them away. But I kind of felt funny about charging my people for everything. Because I was like, okay, they got to come here. They're going to spend all this money. They have to do Can I help you out here? You're not supposed to be out there selling nothing. Okay? See, are you out there selling stuff? Are you the one selling stuff? Or you have somebody else selling it for you? No, I would be out there. See, see, that's that's the problem right there. The whole meet and greet will be a thing. Yeah, see, meet and greet, what they do, this is how the meet and greet really is supposed to work. 
They go over there and buy. You're nowhere near the buy. And when they come over you, they're meeting you after they made the buy. And see, that way, there's no guilt. Because the only way they're going to see you after they made the buy. See, that's the whole part of the process. You got to you gotta have one, two, three, four steps. Because I've been doing this a long time. So when I uh-huh. say there's a system to it, because the reason I know there should be merchandise, merchandise involved, because you have characters. If you have characters, yeah. that means that you have to sit down and go, what is my what is my structure? Who who who's managing me? Not saying that you don't have management, because I don't even say that. I won't, I will not yeah. ever say that. I would just say it's all about structure and what you're trying to accomplish. You have a great PR firm. That's how we met. So I know you got that loan lock. But when it comes to merchandise, that's that mailbox money. That's that money. They go oh, online. Yeah. They click your website. They buy that that cap. They buy whatever you want them to buy. And then they get to wear it. And they, guess what? That's marketing your brand beyond you. Absolutely. So Yeah, you speak your facts. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bring you on the show because, I, like I said, I, I am so, you know, when I, I – in this business, I've been fortunate to meet a lot of superstars. So when I met them, they weren't superstars. They were very talented people who are superstars today. And they all were like you. They all had a vision that was tied to their gift. And they took that gift that God gave them, and they worked hard. I'm going to tell you something. I always tell people, they go, Rashad, you, you've been fortunate to either build a lot of great careers or been around people who are talented who are not great. I always tell people, you cannot win a Kentucky Derby with a mural. Okay, they got to be thoroughbreds. They got to be able to be able to run that race. And that's what you are. You are a thoroughbred. And I know from my background research on you, you're willing to do the work. So what is the big goal for you, my friend? Honestly, and this is and I I tell people this and and they think it's funny, but I say that when I can no longer do all the things that I have to be attractive for, pretty for whatever, and I want to be behind the scenes. You know, writing is probably one of my first loves because I used to journal a lot when I was young. And I used to write poetry as a child and, you know, as a teenager when I started, like, you know, getting into relationships and things like that. So writing is probably one of my first loves up there with acting and things. So, but I noticed that, you know, being an attractive black female, you know, they they going to want you to do all the things, right. you know? But when I'm no longer able to do that and I'm playing somebody's mama and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there and I just want to just produce and direct, which I'm, I'm already not, not directing yet, but I'm, I've already been producing and things. So, well, you've been, you've been producing you. all your life. You've been writing all your I, life, you know. So that's what I yeah. get from these characters you've created, you know, because they mm-hmm. came from somewhere. They came from your imagination, but you had to write oh, yeah. things down. You had to get these beats, oh, these yeah. rhythms, in order for they to be manufactured into consistency. Because a lot of people think mm-hmm. that it's off the top of your head because you do it so well. But this is something that you've been working on. You've been developing over the years. Yeah. And I will tell you this from a, a person. I started out doing stand-up comedy. And I did Def Jam. I did all the comedy shows. And, and, but writing, when I started writing, my first writing assignment was on Me and the Boys with Steve Harvey. And then I did uh, The Parenthood with Robert Townsend. And then I did All oh, City wow. Hall sitcom. And then I did Sister, Sister, Tia, Tamara Maori. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I did, um, a Jamie Foxx show. I was co-executive producer on that show. And then I was consultant producer on The Parkers with Monique. And so that whole structure, changed my life because it allowed me to the true power you know i don't care what anybody says to be able to convince somebody 
or, or thousands of people, and in some cases millions of people to come back that following week on that same time slot on that day. It was really powerful. Mm-hmm. And I realized oh, that yeah. that's pretty amazing. Uh, and it's pretty amazing for people to come to a comedy club and, and you sell it out. They, they walk on stage and they waiting on you. That's amazing too. But mm-hmm. you have the ability, Miss Brown, to be able to do both. And I would recommend that you don't let anybody stop you from pursuing that because you have been, you've been, you've been dreaming about this all your life. I didn't. I, 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 God just gave me a lot of gifts, and I, and somehow I stumbled upon being a very talented comedian. And I'm a hustler, so you give me my foot in the door, I'm gonna crack that door wide open and see what's on the other side. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid, Miss Brown. I and love so, that. And so my whole thing with you is that don't be afraid. And I know I'm not saying anything because you never show fear in your life. But you mm. are special. And I got to just say that to you. Not oh, like you don't know it, but, you know, sometimes you get out there and you just be grinding. And, and there's a lot of haters out there. And they get, well, she's mm-hmm. she, does she know how to do stand-up? They only coming in there because she got followers or whatever. Ain't they laughing? Mm-hmm. Ain't they laughing? Hello? Ain't they laughing? They laughing. They laughing. They laughing. They stomach. Come on, ain't they laughing? Ain't they, no, ain't they, ain't they lying up there to buy her T-shirts? She ain't buying enough of them. That's what the problem is. That's why they're going. Because they, they wanted to buy more, but she didn't know she was that popular. So now she know now. Because she's talking to Rashawn McDonald. Rashawn McDonald showed her the light. And show her like because she gonna get a better logo. She gonna get. She gonna go to her website one day and she gonna have all this rent due caps. She gonna have rent due uh, little what the, the little little the little tops that the, the, they do for the summer. She gonna have that rent due back there. She gonna have rent due jerseys she, with the number one on it. She gonna have all that stuff. That's what you gonna do because you're a money making conversation. Multi. Thank you. I, I received that. You better because I believe in you and uh, just 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 tell everybody your social media like not like you need more followers because we're wrapping up this show. Tell everybody about your social media so we can get out of here. <laughs> okay, well you can follow me on Instagram on both pages. On my personal page is Watch Jazzy, and um, on <laughs> Toya's page is Toya underscore Turnup. And both on Instagram, you can also follow me at Watch Jazzy on Twitter. It got hacked. So I got to build that one back up. But, yeah, I mean, just expect to be seeing a lot more of me as I am writing and producing and starring and more things. So, yeah, I'm excited for you to continue to watch Jazzy and to follow the journey that I'm on. And thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, you'll be back. Uh, you know, you can't get rid of me, Jay. You can't get rid of me, girl. You know that. You know ah. that. Now I know you're an A. You got to come by my building and eat some food because I'm a world-class cook and an award-winning baker. What? Bam! You got you there. I got you here because you're country. You're country. You, if you tell a country person about some free food, they're going to be there. But again, you're <laughs> so talented, Jay. And I want to appreciate you, just Jasmine Brown. I just shortened it for Jay because she's my girl. I got six sisters, so I just nicknamed you. JB, come on by, and we're going to have a good time again. But more importantly, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass, okay? Thank you for having me. We'll talk soon. I appreciate you. And again, I appreciate everybody who comes on my show. And also, I appreciate you guys listening to my show. We will talk soon. Again, this is Rashawn McDonald. Thank you for supporting me and supporting my brand, a Money Making Conversation Masterclass. We talk soon. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts.
Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 